This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Oh, I trust so. Bless your heart. Well, we're looking at Mark chapter 6, and we've come now through the, most of the chapter. We were looking at this uh, story of what happened when the Lord Jesus sent the disciples before him to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and it said he departed into a mountain to pray. Just by way of review, you remember that we reminded ourselves that it's a very good idea to pray after you've had a good ministry of some sort. Our Lord Jesus had just finished teaching all day long uh, to this huge crowd. Then he fed them. Now it said he went up into a mountain to pray. Ministry demands prayer after, not only before. You're the most vulnerable right after you've had a great victory. Remember that. So they were in the midst of the sea, rowing, because the sails weren't much good. The wind was directly in their faces, and the only way they could get across was to row, evidently. And he came to them in the fourth watch of the night, walking on the sea. And they were frightened, of course. They thought, thought it was a ghost. And immediately he talked with them and said, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. He saw them, he came to them, he talked with them, and he, and he went up into the ship to them. God is always aware of you. He, he, thou, God, seest me, was the statement made by Sarah's maid, Hagar, there in the wilderness. God is always aware of you. The psalmist said, The darkness hideth not from thee. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. Whither shall I go from thy presence? So he said he saw them. He saw them, and he came to them, and he talked with them. God is willing to talk with you. You can hear his voice, if you will. How do you do this? Through the word of God, God who hath at uh, different times and in different manners spoke in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. Thy word, the entrance of thy words, giveth light. And so the Lord Jesus Christ is the living word, and you have the written word, the Bible, and then you have the indwelling word, the Holy Spirit of God, who speaks to you directly in your heart and mind, based on, always based on the word of God. God will never say something to you directly that is not in conformity with his word. Isaiah 20, to the law and to the testimony, for if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Yes, you can hear God's voice in hours of of panic or trouble or stress or perplexity or danger, you can hear his voice. He spoke to them. And he said, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. How wonderful that is to know that, that the Lord Jesus will say to you in these times of, of need, Cheer up. I'm here. You don't have to be afraid. Well, that's all review, and you remember the last time we got together, we were talking about the different be of good cheers. Matthew 9, 2, sins forgiven, be of good cheer, sins are forgiven. 
And then the presence that we've just been talking about, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. His presence near you makes all the difference in the world. And then uh, provision. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. John records our Lord Jesus as saying, John 16, 33, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He has made provision for your being a victor. You don't have to wonder, will I make it? You know, you don't have to wonder, will I make it? He has made provision for you to be a victor. And then we come now to something we didn't get to talk about the last time, and that is his plans for you. And we go over to Acts chapter 23. Uh, in, in this regard, let me turn the pages of my big Bible here so I can look at the uh, the passage and, and read it uh, with you. This has to do with something that happened to the Apostle Paul. And uh, it says that uh, the uh, Lord stood by Paul in the night and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. Now, Paul is in Jerusalem. He's in deep trouble. He, he's been taken prisoner. He is, he's, he's been accused by the religious groups of heresy and then also of treason. And uh, he's now uh, kept in the castle uh, uh, to keep him from being mobbed by the crowd outside. All right. In such a situation, how would you feel? How would I feel? <laughs> I think I'd be upset. I'd say, Lord, what are you trying to do to me here? Here, I'm trying to serve you, and all of this is happening. But God spoke to him, and he said, Be of good cheer, Paul. Yes, you're in the castle. Yes, you're a prisoner. Yes, your life is in danger. Yes, people have vowed to kill you. Uh, the following verse, verse 12, Acts uh, twenty-three, twelve, said, so When it was day, certain of the people banded the, together and bound themselves under a curse, saying they would neither eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. More, They were more than 40, which made this conspiracy. Now, in a time then of great danger, certainly of personal uh, discomfort and inconvenience, because he was a captive and pr they probably bound him, then what? God says, I got plans for you. You've, you've got to testify for me, not only in Jerusalem, but at Rome. I got plans for you. Commit thy way unto the Lord, and he shall direct thy, thy paths. I know the thoughts that I think concerning you, God says, thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a desired end. He himself knew what he would do. We read of our Lord Jesus in John chapter 6. God knows, he knoweth the way that I take, said Job, and when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. I being in the way, said the servant of Abraham, I being in the way, the Lord led me. Paul says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. James says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and it shall be given him. What does all this say to us? God knows what he's doing. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world, Paul said. So God knows what he's doing, and he has plans for you. 
I simply cannot buy the idea that God set the world going and then moved off and let it take its own course so that it's not really very important whether you pray to be guided at 10 o'clock of a Tuesday morning in some specific matter because it's up to you. I don't believe that. God will let you go your own way if you wish, because in, in, in Romans 1, it says, because they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up. He will give you up if you, if you insist on it and, and let you go your own way and reap the, the, the terrible uh, penalties of that. If you insist on it, yes, he will. But God has plans for you, beloved, and those plans are, are uh, all-inclusive. Now think a minute. Think of the universe in which you live. It's a universe that that we are constantly discovering as to its as to its infinite detail, uh, right down to the sub sub microscopic world. the The electron microscope has now revealed to us that there are infinite reaches of detail, and things that are working according to divinely prescribed plan that we didn't even suspect. When I was a boy in high school, they talked about molecules. No one spoke about atoms in those days, back in the early uh, 1920s. <laughs> That's a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> they talked about molecules then. Then they talked about atoms. And now they've broken the atom down into its component parts. And they're finding that, that all of these sub-sub-sub-microscopic uh, elements that you can only uh, be aware of through the electronic uh, microscopic magnification, that all of them are functioning according to predetermined plan. And there is, there is not a, a, a random universe that's just wandering around waiting to explode. But God has put thought into planning all of these things from the tiniest detail right straight out to the great stellar spaces that operate on split-second time and by which we set our atomic clocks. Hey, if there's a God that that's the, that careful about details of a creation, don't you think that he has put thought into what happens to you, my dear friend? Jesus said, Ye are of more value than many sparrows. The creation is valuable to God. Not, not one little bird falls without his knowing it. But Jesus said, you're of much more value. And if God has taken care of the details of creation, don't you think it stands to reason that he, he's going to have even more care for you, his precious child? Why, of course it's true. Jesus said, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. He didn't say counted. said numbered. There is a separate number assigned to every hair follicle on your head. Now, that's entirely possible in the age of the computer. You know, there's a, but God, God has antedated all of this in his, in his infinite painstaking care of each of his creatures. Now, you stop to think about that for a minute, and you'll realize that it makes an awful lot of sense to pray your way through the day. Pray your way through the day. Pray when you wake up. Those first few fleeting moments are very important. The impressions that come to your heart and mind in those first few moments of consciousness are so important. Pray when you wake up. Pray before you tackle the first job of the day. Pray before you answer the phone. You don't know who it is on the other end of the wire. Pray before you open a letter. You don't know if it's a bill or a check or a threat or a, or a nice, friendly letter. 
Pray before you make a decision. Pray before you hire someone. Pray before you fire someone. Pray before you go shopping, before you buy, before you sell. Pray before you sign a contract. Pray before you go on a date. Pray before you take a job or leave one. Pray your way through the day, and then when the day is over, you can turn out the whole pocket full of memories and say with delight, Jesus led me all the way. See, God has plans for you. He planned for the universe. He certainly is going to plan for you who are of much more value. One of you, my listeners, is of more value than the entire world. Jesus said it, didn't he? What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give once he's lost his soul? What can he give in exchange for his soul? How can he buy it back? Impossible. You are so valuable to God that he has plans for you. Now, don't you want to fit into his plans? There is no manual that says do this at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. But the indwelling Holy Spirit will guide you. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So today, depend on your Lord to guide you through the day. He says, cheer up, I got plans for you. It's great, isn't it? Dear Father, today, may we be found praying our way through the day so that we can fit in with thy divine plans. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.